introduction, 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 Gavril, introduction, Chris. Hello. Introduction, Neth. Introduction. Introduction, Kevin. Malkovich. Introduction, introduction, introduction. 167. Introduction, introduction, introduction. Hello and welcome to episode 167 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast. I, of course, I'm Gabriel, and these are my lovely co-hosts, Neth, Chris, and Kevin. Uh, it is Saturday, May 7th of the Common Era 2022. How is everybody doing this week? Can I just say I appreciate that you actually used the right year designation? I, I'm I'm a, I, I I identify as a scientist, ma'am. I will use BCE and CE at all times. Thank you for not using AD. <laughs> AD is still acceptable, but it has overtones and undertones that I don't care to get into. So this is the common era. Oh, let's face it—you care to get into them, just not now. Yeah, because I I don't want you being <laughs> like we're gonna just stop this show right now. <laughs> so. I mean, he's, already, he's, already, he's already vetoed something that he was going to talk about because that would probably I, I happen. He was going to veto it. That's why I'm not talking about it. <laughs> Kevin, I think, knows exactly what, I'm gonna, what I would have just ranted about for half an hour. Um, Wait, what got vetoed? Was that before I got on? Yes. Yeah, it was, don't worry we'll about it. It was before Kevin even got on. I knew he would veto it, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Um, how is everybody doing this week? I'm good. Great. Peachy delightful um kevin you got the shortest list what you been up to buddy oh god um played a lot of zombies died a lot of times we found a new town that we're driving like five minutes plus to get to to like kill zombies now um the game's getting more fun uh definitely giving me like dungeon vibes like uh the level of difficulty i think adds to the fun it just you have to pay attention you have to stay alive i mean it's uh it's it's no shit you have to so. remember to write in your book before you die <laughs> yeah exactly um so yeah the game has been fun the other shit that i've been doing is tons of stuff around the house um currently dealing with the fact that twitch shits out completely when i connect to it via wi-fi at my new house so i'm doing a bunch of nonsense to try to fix that at&t says when I called AT&T support, they literally said, call Twitch, because it's not on our end. I and thought I you like, had, uh, yeah. didn't you have, don't you have your own WAP? Yeah, yeah. So, that Kevin, it's the WAP, it's not the router. It would be the WAP in that case if the no, 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 wife is giving you the trouble. No, I rolled that out, and I did <laughs> Wi-Fi directly off of the um, AT&T <laughs> network, and it didn't work. Or the AT&T box, and it still didn't work. 
are your children done? <laughs> they they anyway, find what so, funny. I resolved that all internet routers that you get from a carrier are complete dog <laughs> shit. So I'm just going to route to my own router, which, which is what I've been doing for probably the, the last two moves that I've been through. Um, so yeah, I'll try that and see if it works. But yeah, if Twitch doesn't work, then I will not be able to host a stream. So we'll hopefully see what happens. Anyway, um, so yeah, that and then let's see, washer and dryer rugs, um, hanging televisions on the wall. I've got all this random shit to do. So, and next week I move. So, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. um, wireless accent point. Wireless access point, just saying. Wireless access point, yes. <laughs> WAP. Meanwhile, me, me and Chris are singing Nicki Minaj. <laughs> no, it's not Nicki. It wasn't Nicki Minaj. Oh, I was singing Nicki Megan. Minaj. It was Cardi Megan. B, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't that Cardi B and Megan The Stallion? Oh my yeah. God. Wait, ask Pissy. <laughs> what? Anyway. Right, it is Cardi B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, still singing the song in my head. So wrong I am still playing Elden Ring. Um, I finally pretty much cleared off the entire overworld map for my first playthrough, so I finally moved to my second playthrough, and I'm speed running through it right now to get to some later sections of the game. Um, I think I'm just gonna run a, roll a second character to do dedicated PvP stuff. We'll see. Um. Because I just kind of want to level up one and just get it way the fuck up there, just for shits and gigs. Um, <clears throat> besides that, uh, Rogue Legacy uh, went live. Rogue Legacy 2 went 1.0 live, finally, after quite a while of uh, early access. So I have been playing the hell out of that. That's about it. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, Neth. So, I've been playing some Far Cry 6 on the console. Playing some Slay the Spire Between Things. Zombies when the server lets me on. I don't know what the fuck happened last night, but it shit the bed and wouldn't let me on. And LB's trying to help me figure that out. And I've been playing a lot of Warzone um, the last week or so. Uh, Danny is back, so the chaos is re- <laughs> has reconvened um but yeah it's been fun it's been fun actually running with a squad of people that like i, I hate doing random squads so i tend to i, I tend to do solos if, unless i'm grouping with people that we know so it's nice to actually play in a group again because it's been a while <clears throat> how are the matches um so yesterday we were playing um, it's literally on the playlist called Totally Normal Rebirth Resurgence. So we're like, okay, so clearly there's something not, but sure. So loadouts start to drop the second you fly in and just continuously drop throughout the entire game. And it is just insanity. But it was so much fucking fun. <laughs> nice. And actually, I think starting, I think today is when 
Godzilla versus King Kong starts. I should check that out. I should check that. I think it was May 7th that that's coming in. So nice to have, you know, 150 gigs of space free on my hard drive. I know, right? I, I will say, because we were, we were actually talking about that yesterday, um, it doesn't take up quite as much room as it used to. They've, they finally got around to optimizing it, so it's not as bad as what it was. It's only 100 gigs now. I'll tell you in a I moment. play the hell out of it. It's worth it to me. 100 gig is still more than Final Fantasy, and that's eight years old. And purely optimized. Com- um, completely Chris, installed Chris, 150, 158. Is that include like single player and all the other shit? No. Just, it's just Warzone 158? No, no, sorry. I mean, more mm. than Final Fantasy, not less. Yeah, Chris, I was going to say Final Fantasy is more than eight years old, so. Well, no. Uh, 2.0 is not. Okay. More than eight years. Yeah, because the 1.0, everything was gone for that at that point. It was a completely <clears> new build, new design, <throat> so it was all gone. And also in my head, I was like, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Online is more than, is, is almost 20 years old. What the fuck? I was like, oh, wait, no, sorry. Wait, that's Final Fantasy 11. Is all, it's 20 years old. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, Neth, was that it for you? Mm-hmm. Chris? Oh, did you, did you leave me last? Because I, I have a wall of text. You have a fucking wall. Yes. It's not a wall. <clears throat> Okay, uh, well, no longer sick, so that's a positive. My cellulitis and fat leg has disappeared. Chris, I'm, I'm going to yes. tell you, uh, what you've got there is big enough for a bloated idiot to claim it saves and protects the country. Is this a, Bit, a, wall, a, wall, a wall of text? I got, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Wall of text? Okay. I got it, I got it. Go ahead. I, I chose. I chose to not engage. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm no longer sick. My cellulitis is recovered and gone. Multiple courses of antibiotics, but it's dealt with. Um. Uh. Final Fantasy. We finally killed P3S. So we're work, we're progging on P4 tomorrow uh, on Monday. Um. Let's see, I have been doing a lot of deep dungeons in 14 lately. I'm soloing Palace of the Dead. I am up to floor 110. Going uh, for that uh, achievement or whatever? I want Necromancer, yeah. I want Necromancer. So people don't know where Necromancer is doing Palace of the Dead from floor 0 all the way up to floor 200, solo and without dying. And if you die, you start from scratch. Oh, <clears throat> oh my god! Uh, I the highest I got previously was ninety four, and I died, and I'd start from scratch. How much um, swearing happened at ninety four when you died? <laughs> um, you'll have to ask the guys on Discord because I blacked out a little bit. <laughs> yep. Um, Palace of the Dead also sucks because if you haven't done it or you don't remember doing it, there's a lot of just ways that you'll just die straight out. Yeah. Uh, you have to hug that fuck, hug those fucking walls. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm doing it on Reaper, so uh, there's a good amount of sustain, good amount of mobility, crap tons of damage, so it's it's working out a little bit. Um, and I also started a Heaven on High solo run as well that I'm going to be working through. Um, and other than that, I've been watching Amber Heard live for two weeks straight on my other screen. She is not a good actress. No, she's really not. 
I have absolutely no opinion on this trial and celebrity bullshit, but I mean, I knew that from Aquaman, so. No, I, 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 I'm very biased. Hashtag Team Johnny. <laughs> I, will, both, I will openly admit as, my bias. As I described this previously, this is two really flawed, really damaged, really shitty people flinging shit at each other. Yes, but only one has literally shit in the other's bed. It's just a bunch. It's a bunch of people with a bunch of money being bad people. That's it. The thing Kevin, that I think ahead, is sir. funny is like, you know, he's doing this because he thinks it's going to ruin his career, and in fact, the trial is probably going to ruin his career. No, his career. No, what other way around. Kevin killed his career. He's trying to. Get, he's fighting to get his career back. Kevin. Okay. Her writing that op-ed got him removed from Pirates of the Caribbean. It got him removed from the new series of the um, uh, Harry Potter stuff. It wow. like the He only... lost a lot of stuff because of her running her mouth the... with no fucking proof. The only, con- the only company that actually kept, kept a sponsorship deal with Johnny was Dior, so go Dior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Hmm. I don't give a shit about fucking rich celebrities so what about poor celebrities i don't give a fuck about them either celebrities all fucking up against the wall whatever i don't give a fuck like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me like i hate celebrity culture and i hate all of the things associated with it i hate everything okay Neff had a fucking hot take in our fucking feedback section. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Neff had a hot take. Yeah, she's just bitching about the fact that we don't uh, we don't get emails. So why do we bother mentioning it? We we wouldn't, you know, if you didn't put something in there, Neff. We wouldn't even mention it if you didn't put anything in there. But you had to fucking poke the bear about it, so I had to mention it. Why do we even have email? No one emails us. Yeah. I, I love our listeners because they listen to us, but fucking email us something. You know we're just going to get an wow. email that says something. I don't care. It would be an email. It would be fucking engagement. That's all she wants. <laughs> don't give a shit. Just send me something. Okay, send us some Send us listener questions. I like that. So, Kevin, you want to go ahead and start your, your country's bullshit? Yeah, we've got countries. U.S., Netherlands, Canada, Russian Federation, and U.K. Okay. And um, now a special announcement, right? Yes. Uh, oh. Go ahead. Now. Are we doing that now? Yeah, right, I'm breaking news. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I, I got to pull up that channel on. I'm going to just be as disinterested as possible talking about it, so don't worry about it. You're all good. Okay, so our good friend and executive producer, The Frog, is hosting a Project Zomboid contest. So Project Zomboid is the zombies game that everybody... um, Savage requesting a halt. (laughs) What the fuck has he executive produced recently? That's his title on the server! He had Nitro on the server, so that's technically... I'm just, I'm reading what his title is. 
All right, go ahead. He's literally listed as executive producer, so. Okay, so he is is hosting a Project Zomboid contest. Um, So I'm going to read the what is this competition stuff, okay? So um, we'll be playing a heavily modded version of Project Zomboid. The goal is to find any version of a 1959 Cadillac, repair it to mint condition, 100% engine quality is ignored, find his hidden base, and deliver the car to him for inspection. The first person to do this is the winner and will get $125 in Steam balance. It's a free-for-all event. You're allowed to team with other players, and you will probably want tours. There will be lots, in capital letters, of zombies. However, only one person can win the prize. The event will kick off on Friday, May 27th at 7 p.m. Central. So that would be 9 for me and 5 for Kevin. And 1 in the morning for Chris. I think I I did that right. Um, I have no interest. So says, how long will this take? I have no idea. Well, coordinated team could probably do this within a day if uninterrupted. However, will you be able to trust other people? To be eligible, you have to be on the CTCEU Discord. The server IP and password will be posted, um, and we provide them at during the podcast all the time. So we'll tell you where to get it and get on the thing. Um, you'll be given a role so that you can see the contest rules and interact with people in the contest. Um, you are respawns are allowed. Um, PVP will be enabled. Um, all of the rules are listed in a channel that's specific to the contest. Um, but this is going to be pure insane fun. And thank you, LB, for wanting to host this because I think it's going to be great. Chaos. Yeah, and I hope I hope people give it a shot and see how cool Project Zomboid is because I think it's a yeah. interesting game. Yeah, done. I'm Sound done. Good? Unless okay. there's anything else LB wants me to mention. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So. The TLDR that I was originally going to throw in because I said I was going to take care of this just to make it quick. It's that LB is hosting a contest is for $125 in Steam balance. All the information pertinent to this will be on our Discord server in the Zomboid Contest channel. Uh, I know he and they cannot wait uh, for your inevitable demises. Yep. Okay. Um, so. Uh, there was a couple of big stories, but nothing groundbreaking or earth-shattering. Close to the microphone, please. There were a couple of stories in here. Most of them weren't really groundbreaking or earth-shattering, but we, we did have some stuff we wanted to talk about. Kevin, is this going to throw the fuck off of your waveform? You asked, yes. Kev. You asked. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Kevin, I think you actually had the most stuff available at the moment. Is that right? That you wanted to talk about? Yes. Okay, why don't you go ahead and start uh, jumping in? Okay. Um, let's have <laughs> good news first. What do you think? Uh, Blizzard hires its first VP of culture to make the company more diverse, equitable, and inclusive. This posted originally on IGN. Uh, let's see. 
Her name is Jessica Martinez. She comes from the Walt Disney Company. She spent 14 years there working as chief chief of staff, chief security officer, chief technology and digital officer for uh, Disney Parks. She helped uh, work on the deal for 21st Century Fox and the acquisition there. Um, This is good news. She plans on implementing a culture cultural strategy ensuring alignment across the teams and functions revamping learning and talent development programs um yeah i'm glad i'm glad that like even though with everything else that's going on there's at least some positive news here about blizzard moving in the right direction with their cultural change i'm glad that that story hasn't stopped and um (laughs) we're actually seeing some positive are you just going to be an ass this entire show, Gav, or what? I, well, in this case, I I think it's adorable that you think I'm, that this is actually going to change anything. I'm sorry. Are you implying that he's an ass outside of this show? <laughs> well, that that he's not that. an ass? I, mean, I was going to say, Neth, you had that backwards. Yeah, I got that backwards. An outside this show. You, you're, uh, he's, you're, he's an ass all the time. Yep. That's, that's kind of why we like him. Um, so the thing is, is that this is... Like, you're you're acting like this is some big grand good gesture on blizzard's part this is literally lowest hanging fruit they possibly could aim for to ensure that it looks like this is performative hiring that's all this is they are trying to put forth a face that says hey we're your trustworthy friends over at activision blizzard we're a good corporation that doesn't actively try to fuck over everybody that we fucking use for money or we use for their labor how would you all like to talk about culture and diversity over a glass of breast milk exactly don't talk about (laughs) do do not Show, don't tell. Don't Meth tell was me, like, what? Don't tell me that you have hired a culture and diversity lead. Show me in your actions that you have a culture and diversity lead. I think Sorry, just I for did, clarification on Meth. What? <laughs> just for quick clarification on Meth, there was uh, multiple stories that came out about uh, employees stealing women's breast milk. Oh yeah, you didn't hear that part, Neth? This was original. This was OG stuff. This was Ew. OG like beginning lawsuit Why? stuff. This was part of the California. This was part so, of the California yeah. lawsuit. That's the reason fetish? I said over a nice glass of breast milk. Oh, it is one hundred percent a fetish. Is yes. it okay? Yes, one hundred percent. It's a fetish. So, because anyway. I'm, I'm like, it wouldn't taste good in coffee. It's <laughs> it's too like, fatty it's to be. Like... It's too fatty to be good in coffee. So, it's so... also very sweet. Yep. I guess the way that I'm looking at this is that it, you know, starts with the top. It starts with a good leader to, like, set the direction and the strategy. So I think this is a step in the right direction. I think it's just more performative bullshit, but that's just me because I don't trust corporations. So you're also a cynical asshole, but I also I also agree with you on this one. Yep. If they show me what Jessica Jennifer Jessica. 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 Well, if they show me what if, if Jessica comes out and you know is actually able to do things and shows that uh, she's being a strong leader and there's actual consequences associated with actions, then sure, whatever. I'll eat my words, but I guarantee you nothing's gonna fucking come of it. Remember when Ibarra and uh oh god, what's her name? Um I remember his name because he's Jen, still there at a Jen O'Neill. 
Jen O'Neill. Jen O'Neill. Um, when Ibarra and Jen O'Neill started, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is great!" You know, we have a, we have a, uh, we have a uh, underrepresented communities leading Blizzard, and then she's just like, "Yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm getting shit on here, so I'm, I'm out." And Ibarra's left, and it's like, okay, what's changed? Nothing. Yep. So. I, I if if anything if 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 there's any concrete things that actually come of it, bully on them. Good job. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. But otherwise, no, I don't give a shit. They can they can say they're hiring, you know, underwater basket weaving juggling vice presidents all day long. But if it does, nothing comes of it, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just performative bullshit and them try to cover asses and distract. It's just fucking, it's a smokescreen. Until something comes of it, it's just a smokescreen. Yep. I, I actually, like, going, going towards the gaming aspect of Blizzard, I actually have the same thoughts about, wow, Dragonflight, it all sounds fucking amazing. Until the beta goes live and they actually listen to player feedback this time. I'm going to assume it's all going to go tits up. Well, fucking, fucking uh, BFA and Legion and whatever the fuck the current expansion is all sounded really great on paper. Yep. What the fuck is the current expansion? Shadowlands. Uh, Shadowlands. Everything sounded great on paper. I remember hyping up all three of them. I was very, I was so fucking hyped for Shadowlands. It sounded so good. And this is what we got. So yeah, until uh, they I, was actually... talk, I was, mm-hmm. I was talking to the people in the, the my fourteen FC about it earlier, and it's it's about making they make so much shit mandatory. Why not just make shit for fun? It works. Yep. What player feedback are they going to listen to? The two percent well, mythic raiders. No, That's I was th- I was thinking more. I was thinking more. Any of the player feedback that we sh- shouted at them during the entirety of the Shadowlands beta that they have now implemented finally, mm-hmm. or any of the feedback we shouted at them during the BFA uh, beta that they implemented at patch. Uh, what was it? Eight po- uh, was it? Eight point three. Eight point three. Or, or any. Yeah. Or any of the feedback we shouted at them during the Legion beta. That they then finally implemented during seven point three. Do you see the pattern, Kevin? The the thing that bothers me about it is like, let's take switching factions and Shadowlands. You know, they start out by saying, "Oh no, no, we don't want to do this. We'll never do this." You know, you picked, and that's what you have to pick. And then finally, they come around to it. We we're not going to ever pull that ripcord. We're never going to pull that ripcord. No, 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 no. Just to clarify. So Ian said there was a ripcord. There's a ripcord we can pull if it doesn't work. Then when it got to the point where the, the game was about to launch and people were still complaining about the, the idea of the fat, of the covenants and them being locked down, Ian said there never was a ripcord. He's a lying son of a bitch. I will never trust a thing that comes out of his mouth. I'm done with, that, with, that, with his shit. <laughs> You almost went full Scottish there for a second. I heard. I, I was. I was. It was, I was, it was creeping. It was. It was. It was. No, it was well, creeping. It, it, well, uh, well, he got the CU out, but he stopped himself. I was. I was. I was. I was. Yeah, I almost went full. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it, 
I mean, yeah. isn't this kind of the 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 cycle that they go through with feedback, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to listen to you. You know, this is how we've designed it, and this is how it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then they finally are like, wow, no one's playing our game anymore. I guess we. There was a stuff. there was a there was a, a WoW YouTuber that has now jumped over to fourteen. Um, he ha- he did a, a a diagram about the the. Uh, the stages feedback and the loop. movement of a of a yeah feedback loop type thing yeah thank you um and it was expansion announced beta starts feedback provided feedback ignored subscribers drop feedback oh. that was given in beta implemented into the game subscribers increased expansion announced beta launches feedback <laughs> ignored yeah. it was literally that same loop <laughs> there is a problem though in that so much of these beta programs and things like that, like the, the betas and, you know, testing stuff is done by streamers and, you know, one percenter of player base kind of things. And it's mm-hmm. like they get very vocal about their pet things not being put into place. And then sometimes they get put into place. And it's not great for the rest of the community. Yeah. Because the problem is, is that there are disparate groups that want different things. The arena crowd and the PVP crowd screams very loudly about certain things. But what, but how, but, but how you can't say that about things like covenants or Arth, oh, no, or no, no, Azure no, no. armor or things like that. Things that are just bullshit for everybody. No, 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 no. I, I hundred percent agree. But at the same time, they also, they also bitch about feedback not being followed on their pet thing, their one, their one thing they focus on, you know, and you know me, I, 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 I don't like the thought of the game being purely designed for that 1% of player base or that 10% mm-hmm. of player base that does PVP or arena or the 1% of player base that does mythic rating. I don't like that design. We talked about this a couple of weeks yeah. ago, uh, aspirational content, things like that. I do not like games being designed to the highest common denominator. I think a lot of the feedback comes down to choice and advocacy. Like, allow players to do what they want to do and allow them to change their mind you know like stop thinking that you know the best way to to play the game and we need to play the game like that but in some cases go ahead chris Mm -hmm. go ahead no no, i was i was i i I would honestly take the developers opinions on the on wow if they actually played the fucking game but i can guarantee you most of them don't (laughs) i can guarantee you most of them don't well i think that's a a big part of the problem is they're not playing their own game anymore Play your own fucking game the people that play the game are the ones that can't actually make any major decisions like the qa team the, the, like the in the 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 lower rungs i hate i hate using that the lower rungs of the company are the ones that play the game and they have no power over it think about how they made well in the first place it was a bunch of disgruntled everquest players <laughs> that are like oh we're gonna like improve this and make this better it's like i just don't feel like that happens anymore you know, like because they because it wows the the king, wows the top. They don't have to try and make things better. They can just keep going with the things that they think is shit. But that's kind of falling apart at this point. The th- the thing I I've talked about this before, but I think like 
you know, Blizzard can take an existing genre, improve it, and put out a very polished game, or they used to be able to do that. But at some point, your game is the game that needs to be looked at and said, what can we improve and what can we change about this game so that we innovate on this genre and make it better? And they're just not doing that. They're just making these small incremental changes. But, like, but the Kev- Kevin, the point is they don't have to do that anymore because they're the top of the food chain. There's well, no incentive. That's the thing. They do. Now. Like, there, there's no incentive for them to do it because they're so, already. There's no corporate incentive. Is the problem? Yeah. There's no that... corporate incentive because they are a company that is publicly owned, so they have shareholders. They are responsible to their. They have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders to increase profits every single year. They don't give a shit as long as the dividend check comes in. The shareholders do not want anything that is going to shake the boat or cost them money. It's not going to cost them any fucking money, though. That's the problem with publicly traded companies and companies that have investment. Yep. Well, it's because it they started have a, to, you know, they have a fiduciary duty. The the uh, impetus of the change is going to be duty. the recent drop offs of how many people stop playing Blizzard games. Like, that's honestly the only thing that's going to get them to try to make some changes. Yes, but the problem is, is that it's a feedback loop right there. That's the problem. It is a negative feedback loop. People stop playing. Okay, well, we're going to cut your budget. Okay, that means we have less developers, less QA, less staff. Okay, that then leads to a drop in quality of the game. Drop in quality of the content released for the game. Okay, well, that means less people are playing. Okay, that means we're going to go ahead and cut your budget again, etc., 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 in a vicious cycle, as a death spiral. Yeah, I mean, I don't think ever, or I don't think uh, World of Warcraft is ever going to be back <laughs> to where it was. No, it will, I think ne- it's just it will never the hit the spiral. It will never point. hit Lich King again. It will never hit Lich King again. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, you know, on that the BFA very... hype got it really close. The BFA hype got it real close. Yeah, they did. They tried really hard. Um, but on that exact same kind of notion, Square Enix, look what they just did. <clears throat> what they, they, just had, they had a bunch of underperforming properties primarily from their Western divisions. They sold the majority of their Western developers and their IPs for $300 million, mostly to make up for the $200 million shortfall because of low game sales in their Marvel licenses. Mm -hmm. Their Marvel licenses were not good in general. I think... um, I haven't tried the new Guardians. Guardians looks good. Oh, that's that's Square that. Enix as well, isn't it? Um, yeah, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was Square Enix, yes. Yeah, that looks really good. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. It is. I've actually got it installed because I, I got it on from. I got it on um, Game Pass. Yeah, I've I've got it installed. I've played it part way through. No, yeah. it was Ido. Yeah, yeah. So it was Square Enix. It was Eidos Montreal did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I it's... heard that was the only one that was good. It's okay. I mean, it's enjoyable. There's a story, but eh. let's let's be quite honest. Square Enix's cash cow right now is Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, Gabriel, is what you're saying that like this is what Activision should do to Blizzard? Just eject them? 
I think that we, when this has been talked about, there's there's a group of activist investors, and I don't think we actually talked about it, but we might have a couple of weeks ago on a couple of a couple of shows back. Uh, there's a group of activist investors with uh, that's uh, part of ABK, uh, Activision Blizzard King, the the overall studio that the overall company that is in charge of Activision Blizzard uh, mm-hmm. and King Studios that has talked about just spinning the Blizzard unit out partially for poison pill purposes because the Activision Blizzard Blizzard itself at the moment is kind of a firestorm. So the talk is to That's kind putting of, it lightly. Talk is to kind of kick that whole unit out and let them do their thing because ultimately that's a talk that's happened before. Uh, it's the same thing that's happening with um in a for a different reason with Hasbro. Um Hasbro, there's a group of activist investors that have basically stated, hey Spin Wizards of the Coast out of the Hasbro brand. It is such a moneymaker. It is not worth it to keep it tied to the Hasbro name. Spin it off. Have it be its own independent company. But there has been talk about Blizzard. Somebody there, there has been like scuttlebutt and people saying. Let's do this for Blizzard. The as opposite well. reason. Yeah, for the opposite reason for well, for partially opposite reason, but also because Blizzard does have the potential to make money. A lot of people claim that it's that the reason they haven't is because of corporate oversight. But uh, guess what? There was basically no corporate oversight uh, in at least in conduct. There was no corporate oversight in conduct. There may have been corporate oversight in the gaming aspect, in the, de- the actual in the development side conduct of, things, yeah. of the company. No. <laughs> no. Also, I, I don't want them to spin off Wizard of the Coast because I I I want to I want that Power Rangers five E that they're working on. Uh, <laughs> Crash, don't even get me started on fucking the My Little Pony Magic the Gathering secret lair, which a hundred percent exists. I there want. A, I'm sorry. There's, there's a, a Magic the Gathering My Little Pony crossover. Yes, there was. There's also wow. a better one, a Fortnite one. Um, wow. I want, I want a D and D campaign, uh, uh, mixing together Faerun, Power Rangers, My Little Pony, and Magic the Gathering. I want that because all of them are owned by Hasbro. All of them are owned. All, of, all I know Power, Power Rangers is getting a five E. They need to do it for My Little Pony. <laughs> it just needs to happen. What else uh, about this news article about the sale of um, the Western Studios of Square Enix? Uh, I want to so give that up. One of the interesting things with that, uh, Chris, while you look that up, um, they were purchased by the Embracer Group, which I will talk a little bit more about later if we've got time. Yeah, the Sweden-based Embracer Group. Uh, Sweden-based games holding company that owns yeah. like 120 separate publishers and developers. Yeah, so it was a uh, wow. $300 million deal. Uh, Tokyo-based Square Enix has sold U.S. headquarters, Crystalline Dynamics, and Canadian-based uh, EDS Montreal. Eidos? Eidos Montreal. Eidos. Uh, Square Enix Montreal to the uh, Embracer Group. Uh, includes an IPs such as Tomb Raider, uh, Deus Ex, Thief, and Legend of Cain. Legacy of Cain. Leg- oh, Jesus, I cannot read today. Legacy of Cain, thank you. 
Uh, it also includes 50 back catalogue games and will add one, uh, 1,100 staff to Embracer, taking its global headcount to more than 14,000. Wow. Yep. Mm. Uh, Embracer I've is... I've never heard of these people until now. <laughs> like, so what? Embracer you has a market probably... value... Go ahead, Chris. Embracer has a current market value of $7.2 billion oh. uh, and has spent more than... Eight billion, making over sixty acquisitions since twenty twenty. Uh, the so, largest was a uh, purchase of a French board gaming company as Asmodee. Asmodee Games back in December, uh, uh, valued at two point seven five billion dollars. So that was all those no, board Euros, games. Sorry. I mentioned. That's all those yeah. board games I mentioned earlier. It was Asmodee. Katean, Carcassonne. Um, That's why their name's familiar. I'm like, why do I know that name? Gaps. Yeah. Asmodee yeah. is uh, Pandemic, uh, Carcassonne, yeah. Dixit, a uh, couple I others. I want to play Pandemic. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, um, Neth, you actually do know who Embracer Group is. I do? Oh, excuse me, sorry. They were formerly known, before they changed their name very recently to Embracer, uh, as THQ Nordic, and previously before that, Nordic Games. What? Yeah. Okay. So Most Bracer notably, the... making what games? Um, so they're not really a game maker. Embracer is not a game maker. They are a holding company. They are a parent organization for a large quantity of developers and publishers. Okay. Um, but you might know them for the mech. Uh, sorry, apparently my mic has fallen off its stand. <laughs> I mean, like THQ Nordic did a shit ton of stuff. Uh, famously buying, um, is it Cellar Door, um, Deep Silver, Four A Games? Um, they were the ones that bought all of those. They bought, um. Okay, I've got a list of THQ Nordic games up. Go ahead. Uh, Destroy All Humans. Yeah. Love that game. Fucking yep. love that game. Uh, let's see. Uh, they, they, they've done many SpongeBob games. Many fucking SpongeBob games. Uh, let's see. Darksiders 3. They did a game uh, called Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy that I played the crap out of because I thought it was funny. That Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Uh, Generation Zero, Biomutant. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, de -de 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 Dark Siders, Black the Mirror. They've actually got quite a few fucking games here. Yeah. Some of which I have played. State of Decay. Mm hmm. Legend of Decay. Uh, what's this one? The Book of Unwritten Tales 2. Ori. Ori in the Blind Forest. Yep. Yeah, they've actually got quite a quite a large. Yep. Uh, they've also done uh, Star Wars: The uh, Jedi Knight Collection, and Star Wars Racer and Combo Command Commando. Co Star Wars Racer and Command Commando Combo. Jesus Christ, can't English. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Embracer Group was the name they changed to after they became THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic famously bought out Relic Entertainment. Some of their first big uh, acquisitions was Relic Entertainment. Um, 
I don't know if they still own Relic Entertainment at this point. Okay, so I, I'm just I went on the THQ Nordic page and it says uh, like I was looking at the career page and it says so um, we have partner studios all around the world. Okay, so Grimlore Games, Rainbow Studios, Mirage, Black Forest, um, Handy Games, Bugbear Entertainment, Pranabites. Like the the list is just never ending on here of like who they're partnered with. It's kind of crazy. Well, um, they uh, they they got the mm-hmm. trademark THQ once. Well, the original THQ went bankrupt because mm-hmm. uh, THQ was their parent company. <clears throat> so once that went bankrupt, they got THQ Nordic instead. Wow. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, well, they they bought them out back in twenty fourteen. I think uh, that's when the that's, that's when THQ Nordic acquired the trademark. Yeah. Um. So just for a bit of reference, um, they <laughs> they own a lot of stuff, and it's not cylinder. It was Coffee Stain. Was the one I was thinking of. Coffee Stain is um, um, a couple of different things. Goat Simulator, Sanctum. Uh, Sanctum was a really interesting uh, tower defense game. Uh, they also do Valheim. They published Valheim. Coffee Stain is the publisher behind Valheim. Nice. Uh, and nice. Deep Rock Galactic. Um, and Satisfactory so, yes. also. And Satisfactory as well. Oh, okay. Secretly gaming, gaining a gaming empire here. I mean, they, they, as of 2021, they had a 10 billion kroner uh, revenue stream. Their revenue stream was 10 billion kroner. I see. I'm just about to check what that is. Oh, they own the com- they own the company as well. It does little nightmares. Mm-hmm. Mm, Ten billion kroner. Is... Oh wow, that's actually it's. <laughs> is that they that bought right? out? They bought out Dark Horse Media. Oh, they own Dark Horse as well. Yes, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, before the show started, I mentioned that they own Dark Horse. Yep. Yeah, so it's anyway. one billion US dollars. Yeah. Their their operating mm-hmm. revenue their their revenue is a billion dollars. Their operating income is significantly less than that, but they're really just mostly acquiring companies at this point and uh holding them. I mean, if they can, they might as well, right? Yeah, may as well. Wasn't there a related rumor about someone buying Square? Yes, there's also some rumors that have been bounding about about Square and uh, FromSoft specifically as well, too. Uh, Chris? Um, Multiple sources. uh, This is a Push Square article. Um, There's been multiple sources talking about uh, Sony looking to purchase Square Enix. Um, let's see. Uh, when we talk about the three years we've heard, one is that the acquisition, this is what we've heard. Uh, PlayStation was uh, acquiring Square, heard from multiple different sources. This is not a great article. Because uh, we've heard from, because there was another company that you said earlier, Gav, that was also from Soft. I just from Soft. It. 
from the software. From uh, famously, the publisher of uh, Kingsfield, um, developer and publisher of Kings, the developer of Kingsfield, Armored Core. They're not Ace Company. Yeah, it's Kingsfield, Arm, uh, Armored Core, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, and Elden Ring. Okay, so those those are actually some big fucking some big yeah. games there. Big titles, yes. <clears throat> Now, Sekiro as well. The FromSoft one I doubt will actually happen. If you don't know, FromSoft is actually owned by a little Japanese company known as Katakawa. (laughs) The blank looks on everybody's face tell me you don't know who Katakawa is. Katakawa is one of the largest publishing houses in all of Japan. They're a multinational corporation. They... um, yeah, Katakawa is a very large company that has a lot of stuff. Uh, they're very famous in the manga and anime uh, side of things. Okay, that makes more sense why I know nothing about them. Um, let's see. The Katakawa Corporation, real quick, is a Japanese media conglomerate. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that they owed all this shit. Holy crap. Uh... TLDR, it's a lot of stuff. Um, the the Sony the the Sony rumblings is coming from two industry veterans, Jeff Grubb and Greg Miller. Uh, Miller actually points out during a uh, during a podcast, a PS I, Lo- I love you, the PS I love you podcast. Um, that's in an era, uh, anything is possible in an era where publishers like Activision and Blizzard are getting bought uh, up for almost seven billion by Microsoft. So, which I coincidentally happened as a as a response to Sony and Epic's buying spree. Yep. So it's it's yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a false statement. Anything is pretty much possible in regards to gaming companies buying other gaming companies. It's they're just using each other as an excuse to become larger and larger entities. And to put the next Final Fantasy game exclusive on PlayStation. Yeah. I I I that's not gonna happen. I can guarantee that's <laughs> not gonna happen. Uh bullshit sir. Sony doesn't give a fuck. Sony does not give a shit, sir. Gotta sell those consoles. So if 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 the acquisition, if the rumored acquisition is true, and then suddenly Final Fantasy sixteen or seventeen or whatever is coming out at that point, it becomes a PlayStation exclusive. They are essentially buying buying the company to cripple their main their main franchise. So you have to remember, Chris, RPGs are not as popular in the West as they are in Japan. Japan is Sony territory, Sony and Nintendo territory. They care about profits on the home market. That's what they really care about at the end of the day. They do not give a shit because they are trying to sell consoles to get people to buy into their ecosystem. They want people in their walled garden, Sony especially, more than anybody else. Well, Nintendo actually is worse than Sony, but they want people in their walled garden. They want people in their ecosystem. It's the same as the Apple versus Android bullshit. They are just trying to capture as much market share as possible. 
because it is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy. Yep, that's well said, Gaff. Um, wasn't there some news in Final Fantasy? A uh, couple of things, actually. Yeah, uh, we'll go with the positive first. Um, so, uh, the Dragon Song Ultimate World First race has been completed. It was completed by the team ne- Neverland. Uh, for people who are unaware, Dragon Song's reprise is the first ultimate for the Endwalker expansion. There will be two ultimates released in this expansion. Um, Endwalker, uh, sorry, Dragon Song's reprise is the revisit and retelling of uh, the story from Heaven's Ward. Uh, the Dragon Song War. The Dragon Song War, exactly. Um, so it, it is a crazy fight. It is not only the first ultimate that's that's got this many different intricate phases but it is the first ultimate that actually has a checkpoint it's got there's a wall boss in this ultimate it's the first time they've ever done it it was very interesting to watch i loved a what, watching a the wall fight. boss a wall boss is uh so typically for really crazy and intricate fights there are with the exception of the ultimates typically um there is a first part of the fight where you kill this part and then you reach a checkpoint. Whenever you wipe, you will restart at that checkpoint. Okay. Um, there has never been an ultimate that has had that mechanic implemented into it until now. And that's partially because this fight is batshit crazy and there's a lot it's of stuff going on. Fucking nuts. Also, you need to remember the most ultimates are 20 minute long fights. Wow. Oh, wow. So you are fo- you have to be focused, top of your game, hitting your hitting every combo, hitting every rotation perfectly for twenty minutes. And in this case, Without... stocking limit breaks and other stuff during the course of the fight. Yes, because there are specific points where you need specific limit breaks at specific times to make sure you don't fuck up and wipe. Mm-hmm. Um. I ha- the VOD is available and it is on the article that we will have linked in the show notes for the World First Kill. Uh, it is Red Mage Perspective, so you'll get a full oh, perspective of DPS and uh, what you have to do. Um, for anyone who is still playing through Heaven's Ward, maybe avoid oh. it because yep. there are many, many spoilers. So do not watch it if you are still playing through Heaven's Ward. Um, <laughs> Super, super good fight. Super interesting. Never done an ultimate myself. I am. We are going to be jumping in at some point to try some of the older ultimates, Uwu and stuff like that. Um, I'm very excited for it. Uh, Kevin, do you know what ultimate rating is in fourteen? Is it like mythic rating? It's mythic. No, it's higher than mythic. Interesting. The savage is the savage is the mythic equivalent. Okay. So you've got you've got normal rating, you've got extreme trial rating, you've got savage rating, and then you've got ultimate. So normal, everyone knows. Extreme mm-hmm. trials, pluggable normal modes to get weapons and, st- and uh, accessories and stuff like that. Savage is the more much much harder than the the trial kind of difficulty. There's a one every two patches. That's a tier. You get four bosses every tier. The ultimate are the ones that they add very sporadically throughout the expansions um, that are high-end, batshit crazy, 1% type stuff. Mm-hmm. 
um, I think T, which is the last ultimate they had, Zeppla said it took her about 70 plus hours of prog to get close to a kill. Wow. For one boss. For one boss that's a 20 minute fight. That's insane. So ultimates are like Final Fantasy's high end nuts crazy stuff. Yeah, this video that you linked is like a full 18, 19 minutes just of the fight. And mind you, I would like to see how the WoW 1% would do in a Final Fantasy 1%. I would would like to point out that the video actually doesn't have the wall part. Yeah, I was going to say the video is actually at the checkpoint. The video starts at the checkpoint. So there's a whole other phase before you're missing for that fight. Yeah. It's It's a 20 minute video just from the checkpoint. So that's 20 minutes just from the checkpoint. Add the five minutes beforehand, 25 minutes total. That's, Ugh. yeah, that's insane. I, crazy, crazy, crazy. I love Ultimates. Uh, honestly, if you watch this fight, you will just see shit happening everywhere and you'll have no clue what's going on. Marker porn, basically. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, it's, it's, no, it's marker porn. Kevin, would you be able to set up so that like people on the stream could see the video, like just like just like a first little snippet of like where we'll shit gets crazy? We'll have to figure that out later. I don't know. I can't do that kind of stuff. Like setting up a scene for showing something. Yeah, it's something we we'll set that up later at a, at a future date. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what was the other thing that was popping up in uh, fourteen, Chris? Um, the other thing that's popping up in 14 is that we are finally getting our houses at some point. Uh, so the uh, producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, Naoki Yoshida, uh, put a post out on the 28th of April, uh, the follow-up number five for the lottery housing system. Uh, he uh, starts off, as always, apologizing for the issues and the disruptions of the current housing lottery system. Uh, he states that they have their reproducing of the issue. They uh, he they have fixed the uh, they are fixing identified errors uh, on their pub on their testing servers. Uh, as of t- the twenty fifth of April, they have verified that these fixes are working and are in place on the testing server, uh, and they are currently now implementing a, a the system to set up to restore the lottery data onto the live servers they are testing that on their on their servers internally before they actually do any kind of update on the live servers to make sure that that works and is flawless when it goes live um and they approximate that from the 25th that would take about eight business days um once that is all sorted and ready to go they are cur- their current plan is to have a maintenance to fix the issue on the public servers and restore the lottery result data on Monday, May the 16th. Um, the downtime is expected to take approximately 8 to 10 hours uh, and should restore purchases of and relocations of plots uh, won in the lottery uh, from the previous rotation. So you guys should have your guild house. So we should have our house on the... Ten- well, technically, we're not going to have it till the 18th because we actually have a club opening on the 17th. So it's going to be the 18th when we get the 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 house. But it will be available from the 16th. We are a nightclub, Neff. Oh, right. Yes, that's why, it's why yeah, we want the large house. They're, they're trash people who are, you know, ruining the market for small you can ch- for small You can, char- you can charge 150,000 ge- 150, gil for VIP entry in a large house. 
<laughs> so what do you what <laughs> don't 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 yeah, go down this yeah, rabbit hole now yeah. don't go down this rabbit hole but i'm i'm oddly intrigued by the rabbit hole the rabbit hole is very tempting it's very it's Eric doesn't want you in their hole okay yeah, you don't know what the Viera is. Don't don't don't, like. don't assume don't assume kinks for the Viera. I just what does one get with VIP entrance to a virtual nightclub? Um, they Absolutely get access to nothing. The, so uh, bear in mind, it is um, this this is like RP stuff now. So you get access to the VIP area, um, which will have like uh, champagne room. It's just like a champagne room. We usually I have. Mean, there's usually all the gill, it better have more than just a champagne room. Uh, you get no, you get no charge on drinks. You get, you get access to the actual house over anyone else, especially if the the location gets full because there's a limit on how many people can get in. Liar. Um, what, what do you mean, liar? I said Goldshire. Oh. Uh, you get discounts on any other purchases, such as uh, dancer discounts. You get discounts on room bookings, stuff like that. Do you get to decide, like, oh, I don't like the song, play another song? No. No. That's the they're DJ hiring right. fucking DJs to come and do live sets for We them. have two resident DJs, actually. We have two resident DJs now. See, that part I think is actually fucking cool. <laughs> that you have actual people DJing. Like, I think that part's cool. I'm just confused by the VIP entrance to. I, I, I no. I, go ahead, Neff. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I just. I'm being a contrarian dick. It's just a guy sitting behind a computer so with a, you. Yes, with a fucking iTunes open. Okay. That's their. Not true. Not Chris, true. Chris, Not Chris, true. Chris, 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 I said I was being a dick. Okay. No, I know, but I want to clarify. We actually have people that do me live mixing for us. Nice. It's somebody sitting behind a table with an iPod. Except for the fact that they're streaming their mixing, Gav. Like iPods. The the person we hosted, uh, I think it Kevin, was. Kevin, defend either... the online DJs. This is your thing. It was either last Gavel's week or being two a weeks ago, obviously. It was either last show or two shows ago. The person we hosted, Shuji, she, uh, she is one of our. She's one of the DJs that, that's been at our club quite regularly. Nice. She, oh, very, that was she, the person we rated out to. The the mm -hmm. the the yes. French lady, the French lady who was playing Elden Ring. Right. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Gav's just contrarian. Gav's just a. Nice. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to, you to go past the T there, mate. <laughs> that too. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. The speaking train of, was not needed. <laughs> speaking of um, people getting titles, killing a... raid bosses. There's also achievements mm -hmm. in another game. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, League of Legends after 14 years has finally added achievements into their game. Wow. Wait, wasn't there a tab for that already? Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, there was a tab in the old uh, client uh, before they did the client revamp a couple of years back. There was a tab for achievements that you couldn't touch or you couldn't interact with. Oh, uh, so what? It was just like coming soon. Not even. Pretty it much. Was just That's a what tab it was there for. It was, 
It was it was a tab that was like the, okay, so these are here. They might be added, you know. Mm. And then it just disappeared when they revamped the yeah. revamped the launcher. I mean, that makes sense. Do you get um, retro titles? There will not be retroactive, I believe. I'm not 100 percent certain on that because part of the part of it is also it's, it's it's some of these are tracking metrics that are not tracked currently by the client. Oh. Um, there will be achievements for all game modes. For, so you will get Clash, Ranked, uh, Ranked and Normal will have uh, shared, I believe. Ranked and Normals will have uh, their own shared sets, uh, but there will also be achievements and titles specific to Clash, to One for All, Earth, ARAM, A-Ram. all sorts of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they've also included a slight post-game update, so there is a, now a second screen on your post-game that will track your achievement progress and your Eternals progress. I don't really play League except to get on and maybe play an ARAM every now and then, so not really pertinent to me. I don't give a shit about their gamification. That is way too late, but, you know, it, bully on them. It, it seems really weird to implement it this part. Like, after this many years, why? Oh, this is, this why? is okay. So this is low effort, low hanging fruit for them. The game is still on the same bullshit spaghetti code base that it was built on over a decade ago, for the most part. And, so, and is it gonna is it gonna recognize stuff that you already oh you've already finished that so you log in and get like two million achievements all at once? Some of it might, some of it probably won't, because like I said, there's some things that are not currently being tracked by the cont by the by the uh by the game client. by the client yeah there are some things that are currently not being tracked by the client so there are some things that will be retroactive as far as i understand but i'm not 100 percent certain on that i have not like dug deep into it um you'll also be getting titles too for completing meta achievements Ooh, titles where yeah. do the titles show up in game right underneath on your, your profile name. right underneath your name okay. in the lobby i believe in the lobby, okay. Yeah. Uh, are these already live, or are they on the... This is live, it went live on the 5th. Okay, I might need to jump in and have a look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it looks like, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Um, they've also updated the, uh, identity menu. So your icon, your border, your shit is got a new little bit of update that they can work with. Uh, but yeah. Um, Chris, there's also one that's actually kind of interesting. Uh, there's now a quick flipper in the, uh, loading screen that allows you to flip all cards at the same time. Really? flip all 10 cards at the same time instead of having to click them individually um that's actually i'm actually okay with that i'm okay with a quick flipper yeah because it's like oh yeah it all it sucked to always have to click on things and go oh i'm fucked here i'm absolutely fucked here you had to individually click on it's like oh god this guy's fucking wreck and okay yeah this guy is mr7 and he's got you know like 27,000 takedowns on his on this character. Oh, I'm fucked. This Kaisa is clearly god player. I am screwed. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's not something that I really give too big of a shit about, so just mentioning it because it is something that they've uh that they've talked about in the past. 
Um, in MOBA news, actually, uh, in further MOBA news, um, so an entire like established Dota team has been disqualified from the DPC regionals in Europe. Wonder why. Um, so, uh, Pure, who is a player for Virtus Pro, uh, which is a <laughs> Russian team, who, much like in the Olympics, they are currently competing not under their national banner. They are competing under a uh, under a non-affiliated, un outsider kind of banner. So, like how the IOC. <laughs> basically said Russian Russia couldn't compete as the Russian Federation. They had to compete as a independent group, essentially, which didn't actually do anything, didn't mean anything because it was still a, it was still the Russian in national team. Um, Virtus was competing as a unaffiliated outsider group, even though they were still very clearly Russian um, during a pause for one of the games during uh, one of the playoff matches. Pure one of their players, uh, drew a Z on the minimap. And we've talked about the Z before we talked about that with Zarya's skin specifically last week. Uh, just real quick clarification, real quick, uh, real quick um, information about it. Uh, Z or Zed, depending on where you're from in the world, um, is not a letter that shows up in the Cyrillic alphabet. Uh, thus, it is very easily identifiable to people who use a Cyrillic alphabet primarily. Uh, it's commonly used as a symbol of Russian nationalism. Uh, and yeah, it is currently being used as a symbol for, yeah, very, very broad, very specifically, not broad, but very specifically used as a symbol of Russian nationalism during the invasion of Ukraine currently. That is currently still ongoing. Um, he did not apologize and basically was just like, oh, I was just scribbling on the map. That's why my teammates covered it up so quickly because his teammates covered it up and drew all over it very quickly after he drew that Z on the map. Yeah, he, it says here that when we realized what exactly my drawing had turned out to be, we tried to cover it up. I didn't mean to offend anyone. It all happened by accident. Peace to all, says Pierre. Yeah, notably, he did not apologize. He just said he no, didn't he did not. Offend I, I literally just watched the video. He did not apologize at all. There was no apology. There is no apology. There's no he just tried to explain his way out of the situation. Now, there's some situations where it's like, OK, you know, give you the benefit of the doubt. Right now, you need to be very careful about symbolism. And regardless, like he chose the wrong platform to do it on. Um, Valve is very famously doesn't let a lot of shit fly. They let a lot of shit fly, but they don't let they're very specific about the shit they let fly. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, Virtus Pro, uh, the team has been disqualified from the DPC regionals, so they probably won't be seeing any uh, major play this year. I can't imagine being another player on that team and spending how many, God knows how many hours they spend practicing for those. For one, for one just, person to fuck it all up. Yeah. Yep. I'd be right. pissed. Insane. Yep. Okay. So yeah, uh, Virtus Pro has a 
fairly long history in the Dota Pro scene. And yeah, they're not going to be competing in 2022 or at least these DPC regionals, which I believe are one of the one of the key stepping stones up into uh, further, further higher, higher tier competition. Yeah. Well, speaking of people not knowing what they're doing, Activision Blizzard uh, <laughs> called out <laughs> Call of Duty Vanguard's underperforming sales. Blaming it on World War Two. So uh, in in an article posted here by IGN, um, they note that the game's World War Two setting didn't resonate with some of our community. Is this an understatement? Did it need to be a statement at all? <laughs> like... I mean, back in November, GameIndustry.biz said that. Um, well, there was an article here about how they said it was due to the fact that people were too busy playing other games, and that's why they weren't playing Vanguard. And now they're trying to blame. How it many on World War Two Call of Duty games have we had, though? Too many. Oh, how many other? All how many other World War Two games are out there? All the original up, up until, until four, Modern Warfare right? Four. Yeah, uh, up until Modern Warfare. Call of Duty uh, Four, Modern Warfare. Warfare. Yeah, were, uh, World War II, and then even after that, they still kind of touched into the World War II stuff following that, uh, but then the whole modern warfare thing happened, and then that sort of, yeah. Um, actually, really, there was, what, oh, what's his name? Uh, um, they also, Activision also came out and said that there was a lack of innovation in the 2021 mainline Call of Duty games. I think, like, what happened yeah, was seven, Warzone. And people are playing live service games, right? And we don't need a Call of Duty game every year. People, you know, would rather have engaging But your gameplay. dirty tongue! <laughs> but, I mean, I think you can come out with a live service is a better model for this instead of just trying to shell a $60 game every year. I, it was actually a statement that I think Stone even like a lot. A lot of the WWE players have even said a live service for this type of game is much better than a yearly release schedule. Right. So, like, same for Call. The same would apply for Call of Duty. A live service update game where the stuff's getting updated regularly, like Warzone, I feel is a much better system than just doing yearly pump releases. Yeah. Although Especially because even... they're now having to keep the live service up to date with the the yearly releases. Yep. Mm -hmm. And aren't they doing a new Warzone now? What do you mean? Like a Warzone 2? Isn't that coming out? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. Oh. It's I a mean, live service game. They're not gonna... We're on a new map now. Like <laughs> We're not on the map that it started with. It's not Verdansk. It's Caldera. Verdansk okay. is gone. I thought, for some reason, I thought Modern Warfare Two or whatever it is was gonna like be an updated. Uh, no, there's a Modern Warfare Two, but it probably won't bring a new Modern Warfare client with it. Okay, but do you think yeah. they'll is ever it... bring back Verdansk? I don't know. I know a lot of people that would like to see the map pop come back, even as like you know, like a option now and then, because a lot of people really liked the map, but. I don't know, like, I mean, they, they literally blew the map up, so. Yeah. But the, I think the thing is, is that, like, they were putting out two different types of, like, payment models or, like, 
how they're how they're going to monetize the game and they really didn't know what they were doing in the first place and i think people are just rather not pay for a game and then you know potentially put some money in if they want to on a battle pass Mm -hmm. versus spending 60 bucks every year but the thing is you gotta remember the battle pass warzone uses assets they already had Mm -hmm. there was no new development time for warzone specific assets for the most part they already had the assets built so they were just able to stitch it together and then they spend a little bit of dev time like making sure the map actually worked it was money it was just pure money for them for the most part so yes both monetization models work and they will continue to use both monetization models yearly call of duty releases will still make them a buttload of money like uh except this is the first time that it hasn't like they're underperforming sales so maybe this will change how they do things one sec anyway um yeah i mean i'm looking at this like it this is good news for um getting more live services and having games be supported and you know we're getting regular content updates instead of like waiting for a giant software release drop every year All right, no, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I do completely agree that live service is a better model going yeah. forward in general. I, I, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of the, the, the yearly releases where it's a couple of new guns, but it's pretty much the same fucking thing. I think part of it is, though, is that Warzone is so different than multiplayer. Right. So you have people who are very much, ooh, I want to play Warzone, 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 Warzone. And then you have other people who are like, no, I want to play the multiplayer maps. Right? Like they're they're two very separate games. And it's two separate experiences and it's two different yeah. levels of engagement. You know, like if I want to put a movie on my second monitor, I'm gonna play multiplayer maps. I'm not gonna to try to like play Warzone. You know, like, I don't think people are casually playing Warzone. I think it's more competitive. Mm-hmm. I think you have, to, you have to pay more attention. No, you still have just as many casual players. Yeah. Like, to them, it's a, it's a lower barrier of entry because it's free to play. Free. Yeah. So yeah. you will get a lot more new players, so to speak. Yeah. I think it's more of a waste of time if you're playing Warzone casually because you spend more time on the loading screen and gearing up than playing. But the problem is, is that it's 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 a longer form game than drop in matchmaking and requires no upfront cost. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I have not been able to find any official sales numbers for Vanguard. Just that it sold worse than any other Call of Duty since 2007. <laughs> That's all. So I yeah. don't trust a goddamn word they say. Okay. Um, we have plenty of uh, plenty of other Blizzard news. I don't know how much of it's actually worth going over. I guess um, the one thing that did happen 
was that uh okay here's our rapid fire roundup of blizzard activision news thanks because i don't want to spend any time on this. yeah um activision blizzard shareholders approved the microsoft acquisition deal um 98 of the shares were in favor for uh the acquisition deal sir fucking prize yeah that this is my surprise face make a shitload of money off of it um activision blizzard receives a new nlrb complaint that is the national labor relations board which is the uh major uh governmental entity uh dealing with uh labor relations union busting unions things of that nature um the report here says that a manager threatened employees that they should not discuss issues concerning wage hours and working conditions on slack which is super fucking illegal Yep. I actually was just talking with my wife about this because she had somebody that was blabbing about a pay raise and I I was talking about a pay raise and I told her it's like talk with whoever does your HR which I believe is ADP for them or one of the other big companies I don't fucking know Um, and I was like you're going to have to talk with them and get a script because you have to be very careful when you talk to your employees about what they're what you can tell them they're allowed to talk about and what they're not allowed to talk about because in the U.S., it is you're actually protected. You actually have the right to talk about your salary and things of that nature. Um, yep. But if you're in an at-will state, if they have a file on you, which they will have a file on you, they can fire you for any other reason they have in your file, rather than putting rather it on than You were talking about your salary. <laughs> yeah. You cannot tell people they cannot talk about their salary or their compensation. That is not that is a protected action. That is a protected bit of speech that you are allowed to talk about that. They can heavily discourage it, but they can't tell you you're not allowed to. The thing is, even within the workplace, it's still considered pretty taboo to talk about your salary. But that even is... though it, it is a protect, even though it is a protected thing, you can openly and freely talk about your salary. It is still considered super taboo. It's taboo because the corporations made it taboo. I, know, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. It's stupid that it's taboo. <laughs> this was back I mean, when I, I, I will say I will say it's more taboo for you guys. Like we like I talk about my, talk about my fucking salary with my coworkers all the time. We were talking about how much we're not fucking paid enough. <laughs> well, that's what this my was about. My salary is literally know? posted on the internet. So You're like... a government worker, okay? This. This was about the around the same time that they were passing a spreadsheet around where they were asking people to put their salary on it because certain employees were like not making enough to even like afford living where they have to work. And like yep. three people had to live in the same house. I mean, there was a whole bunch of like news around this. But yeah. Um, next in the rapid fire news that ended up not being as rapid fire. It's still uh, rapid fire. It's still rapid fire comparatively, okay? New York sues Activision Blizzard over Microsoft acquisition. New York's Employee Retirement System and Pension Fund filed a suit against Activision Blizzard over its planned sale of Microsoft, according to an Axion report. Um, this is coming from GameIndustry.biz. Links will be in the show notes, as always. As always. Um, given Kotex's... This is a quote the suit says... Given Kotag's personal responsibility and liability for Activision's broken workplace, it should be clear to the board that he is unfit to negotiate a sale of the company. Um, 
yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Obviously, Activision does not agree with them, and they will be going to court. So, yeah, I think her trying to hurry the sale um, through, uh, yeah. according to this report, Koteg is hurrying the sales process and hurting the company's value in order to avoid fallout from the publisher's multiple lawsuits and workplace harassment scandals. I mean, don't I you think this is I also true like in theory? This, I also like this article that it notes that a trio of Kotex associates are under investigation for insider trading after they collectively bought uh, $108 million in Activision Blizzard shares yeah. in the days leading up to the acquisition announcement. I'm pretty sure we previously reported on that too. But... No, I just love that it's noted and just stands <laughs> out in its own little paragraph in this. It's like, yeah, these yeah. people are shady as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the article says that there was, quote, five other potential buyers of the company and that they just rushed it through so that he can avoid, you know, his responsibility for uh, the scandal. I mean, can you imagine a deal bigger than the Microsoft deal and potentially throwing that away in order to just get something signed? I mean, does, 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 any, does is this a shock anyone that they rushed this deal through so that Kotick could, you know, get rid of any any personal responsibility. No, not even the slightest. Zero percent surprise. Yeah. So it surprises um, no one. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, whether it's true or not, who knows? But it uh, it sounds like it makes sense. (laughs) Right. And Gav, that is the end of the rapid fire Activision Blizzard round. Uh, last bit of rapid, last bit of rapid fire. This one more FPS. Uh, the Wish.com Brian David Gilbert Pat Gill. I, I, Pat Gill's a fantastic person. I'm just joking. Um, there's a lot of people that got the two of them confused from Polygon. Put out a wonderful deep dive video on um, first person shooters and sort of the uh, defanging of FPSs you know war um it's a wonderful video about how uh, the, the the title of the video is literally how call of duty turned war into a circus hmm. um and it is about war and fps's and how it's sort of this weird kind of everything is tacked cool and you know war is cool man let's fucking blow people's brains out and you know, it's 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 a very interesting video. Uh, just gonna link that in the show notes if anybody wants to watch it. Um, I'm not a huge huge fan of Polygon, but they do some of their content is very good and very well thought out and researched. This is some of it. Um, so that's gonna be linked in the show notes. That's all. Cool. Still rapid fire. Um, did anybody else have anything they really wanted to talk about? I had a hot no. take about something and I can't. Oh, oh, my hot take was people not linking things that they're talking about in videos where they're obviously just reading from a link in a video. Um, I always make sure that we're putting links in our show notes. But like there's some people I watch on YouTube and they're just literally reading a news article but can't seem to figure out mm-hmm. how to link the news article in the description. I'm like, Do we if need you're to doing talk that, about the, the Warcraft Bible? Down. What? 
Do we need to talk about the Warcraft Bible and the fact that he got millions of views doing exactly that and not linking stuff and plagiarizing people's stuff? Who was it? <laughs> the Warcraft Bible? Do you not? Do you guys the not Warcraft watch YouTube? Bible? I don't okay, watch. Let me get, let me get the khaki video. I don't watch that. Let me get the oh. Kakio video. No, there's been people on YouTube that I've literally stopped watching because they can't figure out how to, like, note where they're talking, note the work that they're talking about on the internet. I don't think it's right. I think that, you know, people should figure out how to credit the people they're talking about because they're basically ripping off their content. Credit for credit's due. Mm-hmm. 100%. For real. Especially, especially if the crux of your entire content is regurgitating somebody else's content. Yeah. Oh, that's literally what the Warcraft Bible thing is. I've linked I, it I in both the Twitch channel and the and and our host channel for people to grab and have that, a look that, at. That's what I'm saying. It's like you you do something that has like if you're gonna do that, at least you know, input some of your own thoughts on it. That's what news is. Is you know, even that, if you're putting your own thoughts on it. What is the reason for you not to link directly to it so I can read the article myself and form well, my, my own problem, opinion if I'd like? My problem is 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 the is the low is the low effort content, so to speak, of just reading patch notes or articles. Like throw some commentary in, add something to it. Don't just be I'm going to read a wiki article about this. I mean that's that's, that's I mean that's it. what we do. We try we try our best to have conversations yeah. and opinions thrown in whilst we we're discussing these things. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing more boring than just listening to people read an article that you've already what that you that you're literally looking at. Yeah. For real. Anywho, that was my pet peeve for the week. Anyone have anything else that they want to discuss before we wrap up? I'm going to take the silence as new. Sorry, I'm responding to Crash in chat. <laughs> oh. I, I still have all my lingering headaches, so I'm yep. sorry. Um, <sighs> I don't really have too much to add um on this i don't think i don't think i have too much to add today uh unless you want me to like launch into a screed and a rant about corporations but i don't think anybody really wants that right now so um i think we're done for the day uh anybody else i mean i could sit and vent about uh certain court things for the next half an hour but i don't think people want that either <laughs> we're all good then um anybody have any final thoughts Neth? Very excited for the Zomboy contest. Kevin? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Credits were credits, too. Um, <sighs> Chris? Oh, why am I? Why have you thrown it at me? Just because you couldn't think of anything. Yep. Um, I gave you plenty of time, motherfucker. Shut up. You've got plenty of time too, you dick. Um, uh, Gav? <laughs> um, I, I'll just go with the old chestnut. Corporations are not people. 
Uh, and I will go with Buck Corporations. Uh, yeah. Um, this will be the only time I'm going to mention this during the entire show at the very end. Um, uh, so if you're an American, if you're from the United States of America, uh, support uh, a woman's right to choose what happens oh, to her body. Bodily autonomy. Remember, please support that. Remember, folks, at the very end of the day, doesn't matter what party you belong to. If you're blue, you want people to have that choice. If you're red, you espouse the talk of freedom, personal freedom. So remember, everybody needs to support the right to a woman's body and a woman's choice. And by thou so that extension, everyone's personal choices and personal freedoms. You don't get to say me, not thee. Let's put it that way. Uh, that's going to be our show for the week, folks. Talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at Swing Catholics with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. Gav is at Gavril uh, underscore ET. Neff is at Neff Winch. Send emails to feedback at tctceu.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's tctceu. It's two pairs of tceu. Uh, join us live on Saturdays. We record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. That is one ctceu. Uh, for links to today's show and for our Discord, you can visit the website at tctceu.com. Again, that's the 2TCTCEU. It's 2TCEU.com. For choose review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you listen to this, uh, this wonderful podcast and our ramblings for about an hour and a half to two hours every other week. Um, say words, boys and girls. Words. Words. Words.